the fountain of life. Not with the government. It is in your light that we get light. With you is the fountain of life. Are you putting it there for me to see? Put it here. Let me see. Anointing for increase. Ever increasing glory. Ever increasing blessing. Ever increasing favor. Anointing for increase. For with thee is the fountain of life. Ori be with you is a fountain of life and in thy light shall we say light when we are talking about the economy of nigeria i'm happy to announce to you that some people are extremely doing well and these are the two categories of people that are doing well in nigeria now if you are handing money in dollar this is your boom season yeah and there are some that are handing money in dollar at least one of us here told me he said uh Walker is earning $1,000 per month. $1,000 per month. He said, they don't take money in Naira. They say it must be dollar. And they don't say, give me the conversion of it. You have to look for the dollar. I said, what? He said, yes. That's what they collect. There are some people here that are collecting money in dollar and salary. Those people are doing well. Forget about how much rice costs. The higher it costs, the higher the exchange rate. So they don't actually care. In fact, they buy fuel now with ease. These are the people that are doing extremely well. Now, they don't, they, do, they live as if they are in London. Because to them, as we are complaining that things are expensive, they are finding it cheaper because of the flow of the income that they have. This is the category of people number one that this thing do not affect at all. The category of people number two that this economy does not affect are people that the Lord has blessed truly. They are people that God has blessed. They have enough cash flow going for them. So it doesn't affect them. Well, you might say it affects uh, their rating. But when it comes to the economy of their home, they are solid. They have enough system that keep producing for them. So the economy does not affect them at all. And some of these people are on high demand. One of my sons came yesterday to meet me and they said, where we were having a function. By name, Dipo. You know Dipo very well. Dipo heard that I was coming to but I said, Daddy, I must meet you. So, he said, Daddy, I'm working a project. I don't want to mention the name of the, the woman in Nigeria. On her businesses. She wants a storyline. And she gave the photography for me. He said, that thing has consumed me from the beginning of this year because the woman is expanding every day. Because of the contract. That's why I don't know. If I mention the name, you know the person is doing extremely well. A woman in Nigeria now. In fact, he's giving out more now. And I'm not talking about Alakija, you know Alakija. I'm talking about another woman that is doing extremely well. And a Christian. She has enough cash flow. 
And I said, I learned that people are giving her trouble. He said, yes. They are saying that she's making life easy and simple. But he said, but daddy, the turnover is much. She's doing well. She gave me the, the cover my investment in this and make a storyline on it. There are people like that. That's why I'm praying for you this morning. That no matter the level of your greatness, may the Lord increase it. Psalm 75 verse 1 Say the Lord will increase my greatness and I shall be comforted on all sides. When greatness increase, comfort of life becomes easy. Verse 21 Psalm 75 71, sorry 71 Verse 21. Psalm 71, verse 21. Psalm 71, verse 21. Okay. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. When the Lord increases your greatness, comfort on every side becomes very easy. I know you are great. But you can pray for the Lord to increase the level of your greatness. When your greatness increases, comfort of life becomes very easy. Oh Lord, you will increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. So anytime things get bad, you just move up on the level of increase. So that that thing does not affect you. They say an eagle bed has a particular bed that's an enemy of an eagle bed. Sit upon the eagle bed and begin to peck the neck. But the eagle does not bother. It just continues to fly until the other bed cannot breathe again and fall off. There's a level of greatness you have. That things that is making other people to panic finance does not bother you. School fees is not a prayer point. Changing your car is not a prayer point. Eating good food is not a prayer point. And that is where the Lord will take you to in Jesus' name. Proverbs 4 verse 18. The path of the just is like a shining light that keeps getting better. Increases. Increases. But the path of the just is like a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. That's how your part will be in life in Jesus' name. Ever increasing glory. You will never go backward in the name of Jesus. I don't know what your opening balance was January 1st this year. But as we are moving through the year, you will increase. So by the time we cross to the other year, 2025, it shall be a better year for you. It doesn't matter where you are. What matters is that you must increase. And I told the workers in the morning, if the word is not working for you, there are two reasons why the word may not work for you. Is it that, that anytime you come to church, you don't believe that the word of God works. You think that we are playing religion. If you believe that, the word will not work for you. Because you will not listen. It will not enter you. I have preached this word for some years. 
and I've seen the effect of the word, how the word has changed the story of so many lives. So I know the word works. Well, I know majority of you are married, you are mature, you can say, you don't need. But the truth of the matter is that if you follow the word, the word will produce. The word work wonders. So if the word is not working, you never care to listen. You don't pay attention. You are like little children that play with the word. You come to church, you pretend as if you are listening, but you are not listening. This is number one group of people that the word will not change. If you follow this church over the years, and the word is not producing results, you see that you are not listening, you don't care. You came for church, you came to church for another thing. Either for connections, or for contract, or for some other things, you are not actually coming for the word of God. And that's why it's not working for you. Okay? Number two set of people that the word is not working for are people that deliberately disobey the word. Pastor, speak, but I will not do it. Because the word is too simple. They say, is that all that they are going to say? Is that all? Me, I've made up my mind, though. I want a prophet that will prophesy over my life. And I say, in the game of football, that's my work. But in real life, it's not prophecy that work. It is the principle of God's word that work. So if you have sealed your mind that you don't want to apply the word of God, that it does not matter what we preach, you don't want to do it because it's simple, you cannot be blessed. You can be here for so many years and the word is not working in your life. But if you will listen attentively to the word and follow the little, little principle of the word, there is no way you can be poor. You can quote me anywhere. You can quote me five years time. There's no way you can. The word will work. Because the Bible says in him is life. And the life is the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So the word has always been the instrument for creation. So you want to change your story? Look for the word. Listen to the word. Apply the simplicity of God's word and to produce re- results in your life. Apostle Paul says, if this gospel is not working, it's not working in the life of those people whom the God of this world has blinded their mind, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ to shine unto them. If the light shine, your life also must shine. If it enter your heart, it must enter your life. If you accept it, you must receive the blessing. The only way you can prevent yourself from being blessed is that anytime the word is going on, say, I don't like it. There's one thing that makes people to live church. It is when they are not blessed. And there's one thing that makes people not to be blessed. It's when they close their mind. They say, I don't care whatever the pastor wants to preach. I don't want to listen. Then you will not be blessed. When you are not blessed, you complain. Eventually, you will leave. When you are blessed, you will be happy. That's why I pray for all of you this year. May you be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. How do I get anointed for increase? Get anointed for increase. Number one is through the good news. Galatians chapter 3 verse 2. He that performs miracle in your life does he do it 
Galatians chapter 3 verse 2 by the workings of the law or by the hearings of faith miracles are done elevations and promotion come through the hearing of faith what is the hearing of faith hearing good news of Christ this only will I learn of you receive you the spirit by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith anytime something big is about to take place in your life good news is the key that opened the door good news will enter your life and it's very simple because the life of the bible is a simple life jesus asked the woman that was looking for water give me water and the woman said you hey, samaritan don't have anything to do with us john chapter 4 beginning from verse 1 to 10 and jesus said if you know the one that is asking you for water you will gladly give me because I am good news in your life. He say, how are you? He say, ah. The water that you are fetching, if you drink it, you'll be thirsty again. The water that I will give you, you'll never be thirsty again. And the man said, give me this water so that I come here no more, neither will I be thirsty again. Very simple. Anytime good news enter your life, breakthrough will enter your life. Good news is number one. Practically speaking, somebody called me. Ah, daddy, please send your account number. I know money will follow. If somebody asks me to send account number, is that how we follow? That's how it happens. Miracle is not something more complex. It will come through good news. When you open your ear to good news, your hand we receive increase. Increase come as a result of hearing good news. That is why I prophesy this week, may you receive good news. Okay, let me show you more. Let me show you more. Tell me chapter 28 verse 12. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. The heaven will give you his rain in season. He said, you will lend to nation. You will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You are not saying amen. amen. You will be above only and not beneath. Somebody shout good news. Alright. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation. To everyone that believes. For I am not ashamed. Of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. To the Jew first and to the Greek. I am not ashamed. What does it mean to be ashamed of the gospel? We are preaching the gospel. And you are chatting. It means that you don't believe in the gospel. You are ashamed of it. That is not going to work. The word of God is going on. And you are not concentrating. That means you don't believe in the gospel. If you believe that is the power of God for the manifestation of God's blessing, you will take it seriously. Heart chapter 3 verses 1 to 7. Acts chapter 3. Look at Acts chapter 3 verses 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. Verse 2. Look at what happened. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, 
which is called beautiful, to ask harms of them that enter into the temple. Watch verse 3. Who seem Peter and John about to go into the temple? Ask for harms. Because this man was a professional beggar. Verse 4. Put on verse 4. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, Look on us. Because when you are actually begging people for money, you look into so many directions. You don't actually have focus. You are seated begging people for gifts. Anybody can bless you. You don't know who is going to bless you. So when he saw Peter and John moving, he said, please give me something. And Peter stood still and said, look on us. Forget the distraction. And he gave heed unto them. They have not given him money. But he listened to them and expecting to receive something of them. That's how to hear the gospel. You come to church, you concentrate. You are expecting to receive something. And I like some people when they are in church, they are not just careless about it. Some are speaking in tongue, fasting the attention on the altar. Something must drop for me today. So I'm not just coming carelessly into the church. Something must drop into my spirit. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. If I can catch something from church, that thing will work for me. That's how to live your life. You live your life expecting to receive something. You give attention. And Peter said, Hear me. Sleeve and gold have I known. But what I have, I give you to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Receive strength to walk. And the man walk. He gave it. And was expecting to receive something. Please don't come to church without expectation. If you come to church without expectation for a year, your life will remain the same. Your life will remain the same. There is nothing different that will happen in your life. But if you are coming to church with expectation that I'm going to receive, something must be dear for me. Then you are going to hear something that will change your story. Please sit down. Good news. It's number one thing that give back to increase. Exodus chapter 1. Ex, ex, sorry, 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 9. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 9. The Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord tomorrow. About this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a seker and two measures of barley for a seker in the gate of Samaria. Can somebody say amen? amen? When the word of the Lord comes from heaven, it usually comes with massive good news. At times, unbelievable good news. Unimaginable good news. Unexpected good news. The word of God is loaded with good news. To the extent that somebody that was staying with the king said, Ah, ah, ah. man of God. 
Even if God open windows in heaven, we all know the situation on the ground. It cannot be possible. He said, well, I have said it. You will see, but you hit from it. Fast forward to fast nine. They said one to another, we do not do well. This day is a day of good tidings. And we hold our peace. If we tarry the morning light, some machine will come upon us. Now, therefore, let us go that we may go and tell the king's household that today is a day of This is the season of good news. This week, may you receive good news. May the Lord eradicate bad news from your life. May this week be your week of good news. May your hear open good news. May somebody send good news message to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. Anytime you want increase, pray for good news. Anytime we want increase. Pray for what? For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Anytime I'm preaching like that, some people think I'm foolish. The preaching of the cross, anytime we are talking about Jesus Christ, to people that we perish. I want you to need low They say, church. stupidity. They are just wasting your time. So they don't listen. Look at it. The preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. The preaching of the cross is the power of God to salvation. It's the anointing. So we take it serious. The preaching. Because we know that is where we have our survivor. And if you have a high level of listening, there is no way somebody will not envy you tomorrow. I guarantee you this. Check your ability to remember the word of God and the ability to listen. Because inside every message is a miracle that is capable of lifting you up. That is how he made the poor rich. When you listen, and you listen, and you are following instruction, it does not matter where you are coming from. It will take you from zero to hero. The preaching of the cross to some people, it is foolishness, but to us which are safe, that is our secret. And I pray you will not lose these secrets in Jesus' name. I pray again that you will not get familiar with God's word. Please sit down. That anytime the word of God is going on, you don't even listen again. Don't listen. Anything that you are doing in church, whether you are an usher, children teacher, engineer, woman leader, Men leader, activity leader, choir leader, anything you are doing that take you away from listening to the word of God, that thing has taken away your vitality away from you. Because church is not meant for activity. Church is meant for listening to the word and getting instruction. 
The mother of Jesus said to them in John chapter 2, when his time come, whatever he asks you to do, do it. Listen to him attentively. He's going to give you instruction. And he gave them a word. Do this, do this. And the party became glorious. Luke chapter 5 verse 6. The Bible says, when Peter had his word done, when Peter had what he said done, he enclosed a great multitude of fishes. When they had done this, he just gave them the word. And when they had done the word, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and they are near break. That is the backbone for every breakthrough. Are you listening? If God gives you instruction, will you remember it after service? Will you remember after service? Pastor said, don't take anything for granted. Even if your father is good, write a letter of gratitude to him. Praise him for what he's doing in your life. Tell him that you are lucky to be his child. 27 years ago, that was what I preached. And somebody said, my stepmother changed her attitude towards me. My father called a special party that I want to celebrate somebody. I want all the family people to be there. And he said, when he was seated, he said, he stand up. Ever since I have been living, I've never seen any of you writing a letter of gratitude to me. What you have done for me, I will never forget. This party is for you. Neither. And father started praying for him. Because you did not take me for granted, I will never take you for granted. And he started praying for him. And he said, the father bless him. Oh, I was happy. Oh, this message work. Two Saturdays ago that I went, the coordinator of the alumni fellowship in Ubacoma said, when I preached that message, he also wrote to his parents. And his parents multiplied his money times four. And he never knew what it takes to suffer in Lautech. He did not suffer just by letter of gratitude. You were there now when he said it. He said, I preached this message 27 years ago. Power of gratitude. Don't take any blessing for granted. A lot of you said, if it's my uncle, he should do it. Why should he do it? Is it a crime to be your uncle? Come on. Why do, why do people think that way? Somebody will look at me and say, a man of my status. Says who? How do you know my status? That's nonsense. That's nonsense. How can you say that to me? How can you massage my ego? And I say, because of my ego, this is what I should do for you. Why? When does that one become a crime? There is nobody in life that holds you anything. Anything that anybody has done for you, you should be grateful for it. And be thankful. That is the simple message that I preached 27 years ago. And two people are testifying that they, that is what worked in their life. See, today, he says, since that time, I never take anybody for granted. I will thank them and thank them again. But you know, there are some people today, you give them, give them, you say, oh, you lead you alone now. You never feel grateful. 
and you start doing it to men, later you begin to do it to God. Oh, you say start doing it with your family member. Start feeling that they are not doing anything for you. And I have brother in the bank, and I have brother in this. Why should I be suffering like that? Well, you start complaining. Later you move gradually to the church. Even people in the church. People in the church. People in the church. How many people are responsible? They are not helping us in the church. You complain against the church. Boom, you move to the pastor. Even pastor self. It's only pastor that is smiling. How many people are smiling? The next stage, you move against God. I don't even think God is hearing any prayer again. Ingratitude is what makes people to go back into sin. Because you are not mindful of anything that God is doing in your life. Please sit down. You are not grateful for anything. God has blessed you abundantly, but you keep complaining. And you keep losing. Because nobody moves up by complaining. You only get blessed by gratitude. Thanking God for the little. Thanking God for the little. That was what I preached 27 years ago. And people are doing well. Your wife cook a good food for you. Thank you. The food is not good. Thank you. Because the one that is good and the one that is not good, take effort. Take effort. Thank the person. Thank you. And when you keep saying thank you and thank you and thank you, you are obeying the laws of Christ. One of the laws of life. The laws of life in Christianity says, in all things, give thanks without murmuring. Stop complaining. And I've told you something. If all of us join you to complain against God, that can never remove God from the throne. How many complaints have removed Tinubu now? The grace of God in heaven. If you get to Aso Rock, you start praising Tinubu without knowing. Ah, Baba, Ega, Ega, Baba, oh, Ega. How much more if you see God? The day you see God, say, My God, my helper, my maker, Baba Mutikuta, Ega, go, go. Why don't you begin to do it now? to do it now. Good news. All those instructions, they come through good news. All those little, little instructions, they come through good news. True good news. So you must pay attention to the word. Simplicity of instruction that come from good news will transform your life. That is number one way for increase. Number two way for increase is through multiplication. You heard when Brother read that Romans chapter 1, verse 11. The Lord will multiply you 10,000 times more than you are today. As dollar is rising, your multiplication is also rising. You are not the same. People used to think that you are small, but when multiplication becomes more, God is multiplying you. You are also moving up. I want to fear You are complaining last year, but this year you will not complain. Because all the problem of yours today, you have let it behind. You say, ah, she want to eat Do you remember in those days you used to come and beg me for food? Ah. God has changed my story. Level has changed. 
Do you remember in those days that I used to be an houseboy? Ah, that story has changed forever. I am now a landlord. That's what we call motivation. And I pray that Lord will multiply you. John chapter 6 verse 11. Jesus took the bread, bless it, and multiply it. So we know, we know the only way to have increase in life is through the multiplication power of God. Whatever you have in your hand, may the Lord multiply it. Okay, I pray for you today. Whatever I send your blessing, may the Lord multiply it. Jesus asked the woman beside the well again, said, if you want the water, why don't you let us do it this way? Go and call your husband. Let's multiply the channel. You want the water of life? Let me give you to two at the same time. That's to tell you that God is always willing to multiply. You appear in church and say, God bless me. God say, why can't I bless you and your wife? Are you married? He said, he go and bring your husband so that I can bless the two at the same time. So that Ibukunya work for Dada. The one says, sorry sir, I am not married. He said, yes. The one you are with is not your husband. But you have married five times. Jesus was not trying to criticize her. Jesus was trying to multiply her blessing. And I'm saying it to you today. Whatever blessing you have, may the Lord multiply it. Oh, I'm surprised you are saying amen. May the Lord bless your husband. Okay, may the Lord bless your wife. If you are married here today, can you do like this? Can you do like this? Okay, can you do like this? May the Lord bless your husband. May the Lord bless your wife. Okay, may the Lord bless your entire family. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Most times, when God wants to bless so that the channel can increase, God decides to bless the two in the family. That's why God wants to work in agreement and in unity. One of my friends said to me, he said, when my wife started getting a job, I discovered that she was growing wings. So I have to go to the mountain and say, Lua, Ebami, Jabo. What is it that pastor will not hear? Ulu, Ejabo, 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 Ejabo. If you go to the mountain, what is do at Some of us they are not for the husband, though. They are not for, for their enemy alone, no. Mobinu. Mulosori okay. I went to three days mountain. Oluwe Jabo. He said, Bubu say, who can stop? Stop. Stop. I told him, are you now happy? Are you better now? You are the Lord and Messiah of the home. Walo Rasho. Walo Rarais. Walo Samuna. Walo Wale Waji. Listen. The easiest way God gives you increase in life is by multiplying the sources of your income. 
And most time, God prefers to use somebody very close to you. That's the way God does things. He wants to multiply you. You want to increase? As you are praying for increase, you pray for multiplication. As you are praying for, you are praying for your husband, your family. Because look, nobody, nobody can increase in a better way that will influence you more than your partner. He said, pray for the good of Jerusalem. That's where you are staying. Your home is your Jerusalem. He said, they that love it. We do what? They will prosper. When you pray for the increase of your partner, you, a lot of you think that uh, the reason why my husband is doing that, my wife, is because he has money. God, don't let him have money. Don't let her have money again. You will seem well. You see that. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Look at what the Bible says. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. The Lord blessed them. And the Lord said, the Lord blessed them. May the Lord bless you. And said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish. In other words, fill the earth, increase, and fill empty space of the earth. Replenish the earth subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the heart, dominion over the fowl of the head, and dominion over every living thing that moves around the earth. But the key word is multiply. When you multiply, you increase. And you know, it's so simple to multiply. Listen, God gives you a principle that works. A principle that works. You use that same principle for your husband. It works for your husband. You use that principle for your children. It works for your children. Use that principle for all your businesses to begin to work. God has multiplied you. Instead of that principle working for you alone. And somebody say, it's difficult to be successful. Yeah, it's true. When you are starting. But one success can give that to 10 successes. You can multiply the principle. It's not difficult. Ah. Success is like rabbit. One man be money. Nothing succeed like success. The more you succeed, the easier for you. If you get a principle that works in one area, you apply that principle to other area. You multiply your success. And before you know it, you have increased You have, it's, it's not difficult. I told my wife yesterday, I said, if Omoba did not read Mason, let's say Omoba went, was trying to pick a course, she did something easier. I'm just using that word. Permit me to use that word. Something easier. There is no way we encourage Adulu to read Mason. There is no way those also we also feel messy. Because it will be too scary for them. If we have not allowed her to attempt it, talk to her. You can do this thing. And she attempted it. And the brother and I said, Oh, I too, I can do this thing. 
that what makes it easier. And you say, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. That's what helps in home. One of my sister's son that is schooling, schooling abroad in the U.S. came, came home for a party. And the elder brother, the first one, Ayo, I'm talking about Ayo. Ayo, they asked Ayo to give a speech concerning Femi. He said, I want to thank God for Femi's life. The most brilliant person in the family. The man that... Femi said, stop! We carry the same gene. Stop that. What are you saying, my brother? I'm not the most... You are brilliant. You can do this thing. What did I do that you can do? We carry the same blood. There is nothing that I know that you don't know. Look, I will tell you what you have to read. Why you have to do it. And today, that same person is also in the U.S. now married today. See how simple success is. Multiplication always gives back to increase. Just get a principle that works and multiply it. And before you know it, increase will come into your life. One way by which God gives increase to people is through multiplication. Please sit down. I got a job. My wife got a job. My daughter got a job. My son got a job. Everybody in the family, they are working. How will poverty come? <laughs> look, if every member of the family are following the principle of success, increase will come. Increase comes through multiplication. So you must multiply your success for you to enjoy increase. Wherever God has given you success, multiply it. That will give back to increase in life. The Lord blessed them and told them, one, be fruitful. That is success. Number two, multiply the success so that you can have dominion. Multiply the success that God has given you. Multiply success. Is what give back to increase. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13. 13 and 14. Exodus chapter 1, verse 7. And 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 and 14. For when God made a promise to Abraham because he could not swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Saying, verse 14, put on verse 14. What did he say? Verse 14 saying, Surely blessing i will bless you somebody say amen, amen. are you saying amen very well amen. now raise your two hands to heaven say in multiplying i will multiply you turn to your neighbor say god will multiply you he will multiply your success you will not be small in jesus name hesler chapter 1 verse 7 hesler chapter 1 verse 7 hesler chapter 1 verse 7 look at hesler chapter 1 verse 7 what does Exodus chapter 1 verse 7 says? And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiply. Anywhere you see increase, there's a multiplication factor. Anywhere you see increase, there's what? A multiplication factor. And that's why this month you will multiply. And was exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them. Multiplication is number two things. 
Look, if you are doing something that is working, you have tried few things that is working. Multiply it. Make sure that thing is working. Multiply that success. Multiply that success. If you multiply that success, you will increase. That's what I'm saying. Multiply that success. And I can give you practical example. They say, if you are doing TikTok, I'm just using TikTok as an example, anything, and you discover people are not commenting, the natural thing you want to do is to stop or any skill that you are doing. But they say, the easiest way to get more people to comment is never to stop, to keep producing. You multiply it. When they see it here, see it there, See it here. See it there. Before you know it, you generate traffic. Because nothing succeeds more than excess. Excess is what gives birth to success. They say excess of everything is bad. Excess is multiplication. When you multiply something that is good, it gives birth to success. Look at something that is good. Do it in excess. You will see all success will come. Nothing succeeds like excess in life. Nothing succeeds like excess. Okay, let's read one more. Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10. We are talking about increase. Anointing for increase. If you are discouraged about something that you are doing, don't get discouraged. Just be sure that what you are doing is good. And keep doing it more. Keep doing it more. You'll be surprised. How success will attend to you. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter chapter what? Chapter 9, verse 10. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower both ministered bread for your food and multiply your seed sown. What does that mean? God, multiply your input. The seed that you are sowing, say, may the Lord multiply it. What's God saying? You have sources of income. Sources of income. God multiply the seed that you are sown. God knows there's a principle in seed sowing. If you sow one seed, you will reap, but it will not be as big as somebody that has sown in so many places. He said, may the Lord multiply your seed sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Increase you. One of the reasons why some people are failing, even in this church, is because what they are sowing is little compared to what is expected of devil. Even coming to church is sowing seed. You are sowing seed of listening. There are some people, they never concentrate for full three months in church. My mother said three things make a, a man poor in life. You are staying in a town. Over a year. One day, a team, I will change. Ah, you know that. I just had to change. 
when you're supposed to build the base, what is it that change? Moshe Beresi, man, you would change my idea. Who my yin call? Who my the color? A good look at Asioko Nikboru. You are farming without focus. What is the third thing? Asoku Jogu. Asoku Jogu. Beria without inheritance. <laughs> Be consistent with your seed. So keep eating the ground. One of my pastors told me, he said, one of the things you have to know about Oshubo is that Oshubo don't respond to things on time. If you are going to be successful in this time, you have to be consistently hitting the ground, doing something, doing something, doing something. Somebody said, you must mention the person's name. He said, he said, there's a friend of mine, a pastor in Oshubo, that is doing mighty work in the area of education in uh, Oshubo. You see, and the person mentioned my name. And the person never knew me before. I said, how is that possible? He said, people know you in that city. I said, I don't go on social media. I don't do advertisements. I'm not even on here for preaching. I believe I'm living one of the most quiet life. He said, sir, you don't need me to make noise for people to know you. They will know you if you are doing something. And that's an encouragement for some of you. Nobody notice me. Keep doing what you are doing consistent. Keep eating the ground. You think they are not listening. They will be bypassing. They are listening. Very soon they will see you are doing well. He said, may the Lord multiply your seed sown. In other words, you are not sowing few seed. You are not sowing few seed. You are sowing abundant seed. Psalm 126 verse 6. They that sow in tears, they shall reap in joy. He that goes forth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come back rejoicing. Carry this avert. Psalm 126 verse 6. He that goes forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. He will come back with harvest. God is telling you, if you have seed to sow, he said you will definitely rejoice. And the year is still young. The year is young. So you are praying for increase. Pray that the Lord will multiply your seed. When the Lord multiply your seed, in the name of Jesus. Number three ways To have increase in life. Igba timoro, ishe ya nure la yemi, mori pe oga, mori pe oga, mori pe oga baba. Igba timoro, ishe ya nure la yemi, mori pe oga. Mori pe oga, mori pe oga kupo. Let's sing one more time. Iba timoro, 
Number three way for increase is by becoming a blessing. Make up your mind that wherever you are, you never be a liability to your family, to your home. Why? Nobody can resist a giver. A giver is always welcome. John chapter 12 verse 24 says, Except a seed of grain fall into the ground and die, he abideth alone. But if it die, it bring forth much fruit. Verily I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth. If you become a blessing, you bring forth more fruit. Become a blessing. Look, there is nobody that is a referee. There is nobody that is a supervisor. All of us must be involved to be a blessing. When you become a blessing, you will see increase. All of us who, anytime, anytime there is a room for you to be a blessing, don't give yourself an excuse. When you excuse yourself from becoming a blessing, you are excusing yourself from increase. Why do I say this? Mordecai in Esther chapter 6 verse 2 to 3 was remembered for what he did and was rewarded and that prevented his death. Doing good, being a blessing is what brings increase in your life. Not by casco. Find a way. Look, a situation where you have a 200 member church like our church or 250 Anytime somebody is doing badly or anything, they will ask us, Sir, how many people should I prepare for? Because I don't want people to be scrambling and struggling for food. I say prepare for 250 with children. You say, adult, you say 200. Okay? And most times around, the student will still come back and meet me and say that, ah, Sir, they didn't serve us first. That means, averagely, around that 200. In a church of over 200 adults, and only 20 people are responsible givers. 20. Only 20 people. And you're asking, why is it that the blessing does not go around? Why is it that all of us are not smiling? Is it all of us that have determined or made us to be a blessing to where we are? Mordecai does not have money, but she was interested in the life of the king. Please give me water. <laughs> he was interested in the life of the king. Verse 2 and 3. <laughs> All the king's servants. Esther chapter 6. This is 3. Esther chapter 6. Verse 2 and 3. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bitna and Therese, two of King's Chamberlains, 
the keepers of the door who sought to lay hand on the king Ahasuerus. Verse 3. And the king said, What honor and dignity had been done to Mordecai for this? Then the king said, Then said the king's servant that minister unto him, there is nothing done for him. For anything you have done, it's never lost. There's a record. And I pray that you remember for good in Jesus' name. Ruth chapter 2, verse 11. All that you have done for your mother-in-law has been reported to me. May you be a doer of good works in the name of Jesus. Don't say, my job is not good. My boss is not good. Don't say that. Do good. Do good. Be a blessing. Let somebody thank God for your life. Don't worry. Somebody is saying it. What that you are doing. If you are doing good, somebody is saying it. If you are doing bad, somebody is saying it. For your home, do good. Be a good husband. Be a good wife. Be a sower of good work. Let your children know that you are good. Don't be a wicked man. Be good. The Bible says a good man is good even to his own animal. A good man. How much more your children? Be good to your children. Be kind to them. Be kind to your wife. Be kind to your husband. Give them the honor. Don't be wicked. Woman came to me some years back. And I remember he told me, so you don't this. Because he was in your unit that time. He said, please, let me talk to my wife. The burden is too much. As you still be saying that I'm not responsible. He said, yesterday when I came home from work, I started crying. He said, I haven't fed down while working. But my wife will not appreciate me. So we said, I'm not doing enough. That is wickedness. Be a blessing to your husband. It's not a crime to be a man. Neither is it a crime to be a woman. Let's be kind. Tender-hearted to each other. Be a blessing. Let somebody thank God for your life. When you are not there, let your husband say, if not for my wife that has supported me, I'm grateful for how she has lifted me up. And let it be vice versa too. Become a blessing to your family. Especially somebody that you are dealing with every day. Your wife, your husband, your children. Don't put the tension of Nigeria on them. They are not the ones that voted for Buhar, but you know, Buhar. Are not the one that voted, and they are not the one that is called. Most of the thing they are suffering now, the sin is the sin of the others. So let them enjoy themselves. Smile to them, tell them God is good, be a blessing, encourage them. And when you are a blessing to them, God will increase you. God always blesses people that become a blessing, especially to their family. blessing. And you know when you bless your wife or you bless your husband, your husband will pray for you or your wife will pray for you. 
And I'm serious. When we are to start college of education, I've said this thing before, but I'm just saying it for emphasis, that we are to help each other. And they said that if I don't pay five billion, I should consider the licenses as not the application fee is five million. And as, at that time, there was no place I could raise five million. And I was praying. And God blessed my wife with a consultancy job. And the total package was five million. And I started monitoring the money like a monitoring spirit. You need to see how I monitor my wife. Oh. Only very few people can cope. I say, it's like I want to chop all the five million. My wife say, I wait now. You can't hit all the five million because anybody, I'm a full two hundred. Say, ah no, full one fifty. Anybody, oh yeah, for need three hundred thousand for analysis. Anybody, four hundred thousand. By the time she finish all the cutting and all the cutting, the money remain three million. She said, don't worry, and she gave me the three million. She gave me the money. I ordered the money and I now paid the five million. But I felt so ashamed. I said, How can somebody walk? No clothes, nothing. Apart from the people that have paid for the job. She gave me all the remaining money. I said, I pray, Lord, oh God of My blood pressure started rising. I said, Oh, yeah, apply for another one. God must compensate you for blessing me with that money. God must bless you back. And she said, there's a door with yes, so they can give me money too. I said, yeah, let's go. I started driving out there. At the time, they asked, so kwe lo wasen bini abi wo? Enu miti jedu do na. I must pray for the blessing, another blessing to come. I took it as a project. In the mind, I say, God, ah, I don't want to be a barabori. Ah, you have to show that for sowing this seed, another door must open. I pray every day for the job, and God did it. Say, give her the job. I say, eh. I say, with your work, it's your money. Don't give me anything again. You have tried. And when she finished that one, God compensated her. And give her another job again, another contract in that. Way. I say, Yes, God has shown that I've done a good job. But I remember I prayed it that she must get a compensation for giving that job. Do you want your wife to need done and be cursing you? Because you don't even look away, you are not a blessing to her in any way. We learned in this life oh, there are some people that will cooperate with their husband to set up a business and when the man becomes rich he will now look the other side. All of a sudden the wife is not good again. Don't do that. Don't be wicked. Become a blessing. God told Father Abraham I will bless you and you will be a blessing. And everyone that bless you I will bless Everyone that causes you, I will cause. That's how God has ordained it. When you are blessed, become a blessing. Let me preach your name and say, become a blessing. And you multiply in Jesus' name. Okay, maybe I read one more. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. 
Maybe we read Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. We now read Acts chapter 20 verse 35. I'm preaching about anointing for increase today. Let's read Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 first. And we now read uh, Acts chapter 20 verse 35. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. What is God saying? God is saying that if you are a blessing, you will be blessed. See, I hear you, pastor. God's not talking this in terms of sin and reap you. God is talking about deliberately become a blessing to people around you and the body of Christ. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. And we are running up right now. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. I have shown you all things. How that so by laboring, by working. That's why in the church, nobody should be idle. Simply because you are not working. All of us should be a working adults. He said, I have shown you that by laboring, you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of our Lord Jesus. How he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Paul says, I labor. I am a tent maker. I'm working. There's no excuse for every grown-up man not to be a giver. All of us must become a blessing. Are you hearing me now? Nobody in a man should be idle. And when you are laboring, you are laboring to be a giver, not to hit a loan. Don't say everybody know that I don't have. If you have that mentality, you will never have. And I know so many people devise me, so you say, I will do this thing. When I do it, I people know I don't have money. I will just be telling everybody I don't have money. Don't you know when you are telling everybody you don't have money, you are cursing yourself. That's not the mind of God. You should have. God, God wants you to be blessed. And when you are blessed, God wants to be a giver. God wants you to support the weak. Support people. Be a blessing to your world. Let somebody thank God for you. When you become a blessing, your own blessing will become multiplied. Stand on your feet and let us pray. Stand on your feet and let us pray. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, anoint me for multiplication lord multiply me in the name of jesus anoint me for multiplication multiply my seed multiply my blessing multiply my success in the name of jesus are you praying very well say father multiply me i want to be multiplied i don't want to be small father multiply me multiply my blessing multiply my increase multiply my favor multiply me don't let me be small in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayer raise your hands to heaven say father i am a blessing to my word i am a blessing to my family i am a blessing to my children i am a blessing to everybody around me I am not a liability. Make sure you are praying that prayer. What you say concerning yourself will come to pass. Oh, Lord, money me. I cannot be hiding. 
I am blessed to be a blessing. And I will not sack in my responsibility. I am favored to be a blessing. I will forever be a blessing to people around my life. I will be a blessing. I will not complain and I will not take the back seat in the name of Jesus. I am blessed to be a blessing. I will forever be a blessing. I am blessed. I cannot be cursed because I am a blessing. Nobody can curse me. I am raised to be a blessing. I am lifted to be a blessing. I am a blessing to everybody around me. People are constantly thanking God for my life. I am a blessing to my world. I bring blessing wherever I go to. In the mighty name of Jesus. I am a plus. I am not minus. I am a blessing. I know I am a blessing. Even to this church, I am a blessing. I am contributing my quota. I am a blessing. I am not a bench warmer. I am a blessing. I am here to bless life in the mighty name of Jesus. And I am a blessing. Are you a blessing or are you a complainer? You have been coming for so many years. What have you been doing? I am a blessing. I am a blessing to this church. And I will forever be a blessing in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Please, let's raise our hands to heaven. I don't know what is happening this year. But no matter what happens, you will hear good news. I have told you for me, I've had so many good news. Oh, daddy, send me your account number. I say, that's a good news I want to hear. When somebody says, send me your account number, I know money is coming. That's good news. I pray for you this year, you will hear good news. I don't know the kind of good news that you want. May the Lord give you good news. Good news that will change your story. Good news that will make you happy. Say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Please, I want you to pray very well and say, Lord, give me good news. Good news that will bring blessing into my life. That will bring increase into my life. I don't know the kind of good news. Good news, Lord. Let it come into my life. Pray very well. Some of you are waiting for a job. You are expecting God to do something for you. Pray for the good news. Lord, I want to hear the sound of good news. I want to hear good news that will bring blessing to me. Lord, let me hear good news in the name of Jesus. Lord, let me hear good news. I want to hear good news. I want to hear, are you praying at all? A phone call of good news. Let it come into my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let somebody remember me for good. And give me good news. Good news Jesus. I want good news this week. Good news of Johnny Mercy. Good news of adequate provision. Good news of wonderful blessing. Good news of proper coordination. Good news of testimony. Lord, let it come into my life. I, let's receive good news. In this month of increase, good news. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayer.
as we have prayed today so shall it be in jesus name in jesus name we have prayed say amen three times